Attention ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, scientists and brains of all ages, it is time once again for Blastro Podcast! <laughs> and now your host, broadcasting from deep within the pod chamber, that man of science, Tatore! <laughs> Welcome, dear listeners. Fuck. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another fine example of Blastro Podcast. My name is Dottore, man of science, and I will be playing the part of your lovable horse in this, the third episode of an infinitely long, self-similar fractal of a podio series. This is episode number three, and I gotta tell you, it's been a long, crazy road, people. Well, the numbers are in, and in the past several weeks, Blastra Podcast has been brown-loaded by over 25 trillion listeners. <laughs> Did I get you? Did you believe the words that I just said now, just now, into the microphone? <laughs> well, don't do it, because today's episode is all about lies. Glorious lies! <laughs> Kids, don't believe everything Dottore tells you, because sometimes it might just be because he was begetting your joke. Hello, pod knobs and boomsticks! It is I, Dottore, radiating sounds from here within the pressurized belly of the pod chamber. Today, my very special guest is someone I have been known by for several years, my good friend, Tanya Ty McBride! Tanya Ty McBride, Wh- which one are, are you? Oh, well, you know. Yeah, I'm Tanya, and I'm a, I'm a professional lie catcher, and I just caught you in a lie. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, I've never met you before tonight, Tori. Is that accurate? Yes, it is. Who do you, how did you get in here? Who do you know? I don't know, but being stopped in the middle of the street and asked to come in and do a podcast by a very, very strange man with a rather large pod nose. Uh. Yeah, well, anyway... <laughs> Who could resist a man of science such as myself in an experiment of article proportions? Tanya Ty McBride! What? Who are you? <laughs> what do you do? What well, makes you talk? Well, Dottore, um, I am actually a professional talker. I am a professional actor. Actor. An actor? Yes. What do you act on? I get paid to 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 pretend to be other people slash and or animals on the stage. Wait, and or animals like and an Ewok? Animals, like an Ewok or, or right now I'm actually playing a snake. What? A snake. How do you play the snake? Does well, it have little air holes in it that you plug your fingers into? No, but I do have a tail. Oh, tell me a tail. Yes. What is it? So, anyway, that's what I do as a professional actor. You're a professional actor. Yes. Tanya, you are literally the second professional actor on Blaster Podcast. Yes. Is this exciting to you? No, because I, I really would have preferred to be the first professional actor. Oh. Now, ju- now I just feel like a hack. So. Well, your nights are never free. I don't so know what the deal. Wha- what? Cool. What? Tanya, you are a guest in a laboratory. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Do things explode when I say fuck? No. You actors are so egotistical. <laughs> All right. So you're an actor, and you're playing a snake in yes, the, in yes. a snake show? I am playing a snake. I play Green Snake in, in a show called The White Snake, and that is what I currently do. What I currently do for a living, or will do in about a month. Hold on a minute. You're doing a show about the band White Snake? Oh, my God. 
motoring. I really wish. What's your <laughs> price for flight? The white snake is actually a very, very old and very famous Chinese tale. Oh. Yes. It's kind of like it's kind of like Cinderella in America. It's that well known in China. Well, an old Chinese tale. Yes. What a surprise. Because they're not coming out with a lot of new ones. Star Wars, not Chinese. Uh, the, uh, War Horse, the one with the horse puppet. That's not, not Chinese, no. That was not written by a Chinese no. screenwriter. It was written by South African. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that well, about that. Well, I mean, that. it's an old book, but they took it in. Are you thinking of the Stallion of the Cimarron? No. Are you thinking of... Are you, are you thinking of National Velvet? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one with Chevy Horse in it? <laughs> no, I think you're thinking about um Funny Farm. Funny Farm. Yes. Oh, yeah. the George Orwin book. Where the dog falls in... No. Where no. the pigs are men. Animal men are pigs. I'm with Tim Allen? No, that's men or dogs. So anyway, uh, that's what I do is I'm an actor. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, welcome, actor, to Thank the pod you. chamber. Yes. Actor, Tanya Tommy Bride, a.k.a. the Green Snake. Yeah. So when you're not snaking about, yes. what is it that you like to do for fun? Um, well, you know, I like to, uh, what do I like to do? I like to read books. I like to read stories. Um, I, I like to play uh, the ukulele. Um, How delightfully quirky. Yes. Yes, and I, I wear bright blue glasses when I play the ukulele, and occasionally I open the window and I... Let that nasty uke juice out? <laughs> yeah. The hideous shrieking sounds that come from that mutant of a guitar? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, pukulele, you know what I'm saying? You know, every time you burp it, <coughs> it strangely enough gets a little bit warmer in here, and I'm not quite sure... Why that is? I swallowed a tiny planet. That's why they <laughs> call me the Jupiter <laughs> of Ravenswood. All right. All right. So Tanya Ty McBride, as you know, today, yeah. today, uh, we are. You spilled the boons about this bag. We are dealing with deception as our topic. Yes. Now, uh, you, being a master of tales, mm -hmm. uh, you you probably have a great deal of yarns to spurn. Well, actually, I have a, a true story for you. A true story. A true story for you. Please, lay it on me, brother. I don't know if I ever told you this, but did you know that when I was born, and this will be relevant in just a second, so just hop on this train. We'll wait. And follow me. But did you know that when I was born... I was actually born with a blood disorder. No. You didn't know that? No. I never told you that? What blood disorder did you have? Lie! It's a lie! <laughs> Look at your vulnerable face. What is it? You me. asshole! <laughs> I trusted you! You know yeah, what? It was. But I had a purpose, and the purpose was to teach you about the difference between truth and lies. What did you teach me? Well, Don't trust you? Yeah. Not only and did you deceive me, <laughs> but you deceived all 15 of my listeners. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there are people from three different states that are upset. Yes, but, but wouldn't you say that it was convincing? Oh, yes. It convincing? Okay. It is. So let's talk about, in order to talk about lies, in yeah. order to, to understand what a lie is, you have to understand what the truth is, right? Oh, I see the wisdom. You see? You have to compare opposites. So one might say, what, Dottore, give me <coughs> your, <coughs> <de> God, <laughs> just Oh, God, corn chips. It's like, like, it's now like 77 degrees. It's balmy. It's fine. Uh, uh, I left my spray hose of deodorant back under the bed. All right, hold on, hold on. Okay. 
Focus. Dottore, mm. give me the definition of truth. 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 Truth is uh, what uh, what is in the eye of the boulder. Yes. No. No. Kind of. What am I, a literature, literature expert? No, well, the truth is basically a fact, something that is undeniable, right? Something that is verifiably the truth, like a scientific fact. For example, Dottore. Yes. The world is round, yes? Yes, truth. Yes, truth. And this is a scientific fact. Truth. Fact, yes, and truth. This has been tested over and over and over again by people's yes. generations back, correct? Yes. So we've accepted that as a scientific fact. Fact. Cold, hard fact. That's truth. No matter what you say about it, you cannot change it. Right, because it's probable. Right. You can roll a marbin across the entire Earth, yeah. and it'll come back to you. Or you can launch a satellite. You can launch a satellite, and if the satellite is going at the same rate that the Earth is turning, then it will never land, hence being a satellite. Is that what that is? It's kind of like that. I don't know. I'm I not a fan of Dave Matthews, so I never really followed it. Yeah, I don't either, but I did really, really enjoy You're talking about cent Centipede Force, okay. I think. Yes, thank you. That's okay, tidally locked with so the that's Earth. Truth. It's truth, right? I don't know. But no, Dottori, listen. I'm listening. What about moral truth? Moral? Moral truth. This, hey, kids, listen to this. We're not going to be talking about moral pleasures and such. Yes. Okay. Moral truth, not immoral. Moral, moral truth. Moral. No, I. In I know that it's hard to understand me when I speak my language. What's your language? I. In no, I. In no. front of moral. No, I. Moral. Immoral. Moral. Moral. Moral truth. Moral truth. Yes. Moral. Moral combat. <laughs> meet, meet, newt, needs new net. Basically, a moral truth is something that, that a society or the majority of people who surround you in everyday life agrees is true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, step on a crack, break your mother's bark. No, that's superstition. Mm. Like, for example, killing humans is bad. Yes. Right? Oh, yes. yes. And it's against the law, right? Yep. And that is a moral truth. However, we could all agree, just wake up one day and agree that killing humans is good. And then we just agree that that's true and everybody starts dying. It doesn't help us very much, but it doesn't. Agreed. Killing right. humans is good. You've convinced me. Let's go kill. Okay. Kill everything. Kill. Kill. Where's the guns? <laughs> the point There's is no guns in the pod chamber. Why am I a pacifist? The point is <laughs> that you could say that what I do for a living is professional bullshitting, that I lie for a living, that I tell people caught in a room and we've taken all their money, that I'm somebody that I'm not, and we tell them a story that is completely untrue, right? Right. However, God, it just got a little bit hotter in here. Okay, you, you at home didn't hear this, but I just burped off camera. <laughs> <laughs> I just stop. can't stop. stop. I'm sorry, okay. my innards are like a swamp. But what happens a is swamp. In the theater. Swamp a day, swamp, 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 a day, swamp, swamp. Look at chocolate go. Because I eat mostly chocolate and carrots. Okay, so say I was pretending to be a piece of chocolate on stage. Do I have your attention? Mm -hmm. Okay, pretend that I was a piece of chocolate, mm -hmm. right? And I was on stage with a bunch of other carrots. And I'm telling the audience that I'm a chocolate and a carrot. I'm trying to catch your attention. Do I have your attention? You've got my attention. Okay. Well, what happens is the audience and the actors agree together they make an agreement right that the story that we tell over the next couple hours is the truth and they agree that we are who we say we are and that my friend is called the suspension of disbelief oh. you see so in fact you're not lying because you're basically agreeing as a majority that yes for the next two hours 
this is our truth. This is our moral truth. Or this is our mythological truth. This is the myth that we're investing in. So you're telling me you're not actually lying on stage. No. You're standing in up. In fact, that I think that if I felt like I was lying, I think I'd be a really bad actor. Because you're bad at lying. Yeah. I think Except I for that time you lied to me, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that one time yeah. that I lied to you. Ipso facto, actors are liars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to their fancy philosophical garble about truths no, and suspension then, of disbelief. When you talk about lying, like how to be a good liar, sometimes you just take a little, like a f- something that, that is somewhat a fact and uh-huh. you just twist it a little bit. Tweak it. Tweak it. Tweak a true detail so that you can kind of convince yourself that it is the truth. So in reality, I was not the one that was born with a blood disorder, but my brother was born with a blood disorder. Your brother was born? Lies! I got you You piece of shit! (laughs) God damn it! If there were more exits in the pod chamber, I would storm out of them, but I can't find a door or window anywhere. Oh, there's a window. Never mind. Tonya... If you listen very snarefully to the Blaster Podcast, you'll know that before I teach you about today's lesson, I must first establish a base water ground line for your understanding, Levuel. This shouldn't be too challenging, because today's topic is one that is montegral to the human condition. Tanya, today's topic lies, is... Lies! All lies! Well, that's true. But, okay, no, I mean it's lies, but... Uh, it's true that today's topic is lies. Uh, good job, good answer. Here's an animal cookie. Don't make those sounds at me. Or you want, I'll give you the animal cookie, but I don't like the sounds. Okay, time for the Blastro Podcast, Episode 3, Tanya Time McBride Lightning Round Review! Brought to you by Pritos. If you can't get up, get it salty. Pritos, is it onion? Tanya, right now I'm going to ask some questions towards you, and I want you to volley back correct answers to the breast of your ability. So fucking offensive. Am I? Yes. Or am I hip and cool? Don't answer that. Right, lightning round review. Tanya, get ready for the questions. All right. Here we go. Question number one. According to Lobster's Dictionary, a lie is defined as a statement made with the deliberate attempt to deceive. So I ask you, is it better to give or to deceive? Is this a true or false? Is uh, this true or false? Please answer the question to the best of your fragility. Br- okay, can you repeat the question? Tanya! According to Lobster's Dictionary, a lie is defined as a statement made with a deliberate attempt to deceive. So I ask you, is it better to give or to deceive? Give. Correct! Question number two. When I lie on my side, I sleep better because my blastropod is not putting meat pressure against my breath bindle. Is this considered an okay lie to do? Yes. Correct! Question number three. The North American resident, Richard Munchhouse Mixum, said to the American Camera Society, and I quote, I am not a crunk. Did that teach our children that it is okay for lies? Half true. Correct. Yes. Question number four. Name three of the physical signs of lying. Um, effusive sweating. Oh, no. Okay, good, good. Uh, shit coming out of your manhole. Control. Yes. And also, uh, a tiny, tiny nervous smile inside of your gaping maw. Chase, correct! Yes! Question number five! What? Is a white lie okay to tell if you're in a snowstorm? No! Correct! Yes! Question number six! That's a lot of questions. When Obi-Wan Kanagi told Luke Sky Flounder that his father was a great Jody that got killed by a space vending machine, was he a lie? No! Or just a certain point of view? Just a certain point of view. Final answer? 
I don't know. Final answer. Yes. Correct. Yes. Question number seven. The devil, who does not exist because of science, is said to be the prince of lies. Mm -hmm. Who then is the lord of the dance? You are. Correct. Yes. And final question. Is the female organism real or is it just a lie? I think I have to not answer that question. It's just in front of the entire internet, Tanya. Can you ask, ask the question again? Is the female organism real or is it just a lie? It's, a re it's real. Correct. Yes. Great work, my young blunder study. You've accrued 21 Cimmerillion points, which can be cast out at the end of the night for a bouncy ball or a flavored snow comb. I'm happy about this information. I'm happy that you're happy about it. <laughs> What's a snow comb? Well, you ever try to get something out of a snowdrift and you have to use your bare hands? Um, yes. You know how they get cold and chilled? Yes. Well, with the advent of the snow comb, we no longer have to use our paws, oh. but instead can use a, a tiny plastic appendage. To, like, comb the snow? To comb the snow. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yes. I wish I had that. Well. Do I have it now? You can cash out your points at the end of the episode and maybe you can get it. But you gotta think carefully because you might also want the mousy ball. What's a mousy ball? A mousy ball is a ball. Yes. Okay, it's manufactured in a factory. Yes. And it mounts very is high. Factory, is a factory in China? I don't know. Is it an old factory in China? Is it an old mythical legendary factory <laughs> that is as well known as the Snow White Shoe Factory in the US? <laughs> yes. Yes. The mousy ball factory is a mythical land in Shangri La. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You need to point the microphone directly at your mouth. Okay. This will not make it into the episode. What? No, it might be. Truth or lies. Are you ready? Truth or lies, ready? I'm going to quiz you. Okay. Guess what? This is part three point B. Okay. Ready? I'm not comfortable with this, but this all right. Is, this is speed round three point B. I get to ask you questions. All right, ask me a question. True or false? True or false? In Finland, when fishermen trap crayfish, they use moose meat as lure. True or false? False. Fuck yeah, truth. It's truth. They put moose meat in the trap and then lure the trap into the water and it lures the crayfish. All right. First of all, Tanya. Yes. Uh, I, I think somebody's been selling you a mistruth. On the TV. I saw people do it on the TV. Because if you know anything about Canada, they have a moose. Finland. Finland yes. is a place off in the distance. Yes. No one's ever seen it. All right. I don't care if I lose all my Finnish audience right now. <laughs> I don't even have Canadian on. That's not true. One person in Canada downloaded the Pastor Podcast. Thank you, Canada. Canada is a good one. They yes. have moose. They have hunting. They have fishing. Yes. They have a great economy. They have a thriving arts culture. Do you know where they have water buffalo? Um, the Atl Atlantis? No. Where? Asia. What? Okay. Do you know what this has to do with question number two? No. Question number two. Yes. You ready? Ready. Okay. I have been within three feet of a real live water buffalo. True or false? False. Truth. Wait, where was this? It was in Vietnam. Well, then uh, you've been hoisted by your own Picard, they're my friend. They're really, Because really in Asia, they call them bison. Reference Street Fighter 2 and bison. Zinger. 
Biddly boot de boot. Question three. You've been detoured. Question three. Fine. Detore. Yes. As a mastered, mastered of science. Is it true or false? True. False. What? False. How do you know that? Because you don't have a master of science. Uh -huh. No, you have a master of art. I don't have a master of arts. I have a master of science. Science is the universal art. Detore. I know how to play a snake. Question number four. What? Detore. Question number four. Four. Do you like to be called Dottie? No. When you're making sweet, sweet love? I don't make love. I make hate. Love is for fools. Fine. Do you like to be called Dottie when you're making sweet, sweet hate? Maybe. Yes. Yes. Question number five. Did I already do question number five? I don't like the turnabout that's happened on this episode. Question four point B. What? Are you ready for question yes. four point B? Fine. True or false? False. Detore. Oh. Wait, True or false? Yes, false. What was the topic of your thesis? True or false? My thesis was on the separation of photons from neutrons. <coughs> a photon can travel in b both a particle and a, a rave, and so you, to separate the two, you need to you need to get them into a fight, and this can often happen by flirting with the photon's boyfriend in front of it. True or false? Question six. Yes. Question six. True or false? You once gave birth to a, or you sired a photon who then grew up to go to jail. True or false? False. False. True. That is not true. That is not true. my real son. In fact, he's right here. He's right here. He's right outside the door. No. He's right outside the door. He just wants to say hi. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that guy, okay, first of all, <laughs> that guy outside the door is not my son. He looks like me. He sounds like me. If he were my real son, he'd have his own pod chamber. It is cold outside the walls of this pod chamber. And it is warm inside the walls of this pod chamber. Yeah, thank you. It gets warmer every single time. It's natural gas heat. But yeah, it's gross. It's, it's a good dry heat. It's like methane. It is methane. Yes. It's my meth lab. Breaking board! <coughs> true or false to Tori? False to Tori. No, I'm sorry. True to Tori. <laughs> true or false? What is it? I hate you. True or false? False. True! If you hate me, why did you agree to come off the street and get into my pod show? Because you promised me snacks. Snacks. Which brings us to our next segment. You tipped the bit, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Hold on. Did we talk about snacks? Already? No. No, then you did tip the I bit. I did not tip the bit. Okay. I said you promised me snacks. I did not say whether or not you actually gave me those snacks. Well, let's find out in the next bit. Okay. Ooh, ah, science. Ooh, 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 ah, science. Ooh, ah, science. Ooh, science. But now the time has come for the light of science to glare harshly into our listeners' ear irises. It's time to learn the cold, hard truth about lies. Tondal? Please disgorge your brain mouth of its steaming jets of knowledge. That's disgusting. Okay, we're talking about lies, folks. Generally speaking, lying or deception is a way for an individual to benefit while avoiding the negative consequences that would arise if an individual were to tell the truth. Okay. Give me an example of how I could benefit from lies. Okay, so remember when you invited me to be on the show and you told me that snacks would be provided? Yeah. Then when I showed up and there were no snacks and you told me that a snack snake ate them? That sounds like something I'd say. Well, I'm going to go ahead and conclude that you ate the food and then lied about it. This lie was an attempt, albeit a poor one, to enjoy all the food while also sidestepping the repercussions of your misdeeds. There is too such a thing as a snack snake! How could I make that up when I- Wait. 
Did you already say there's no such thing as a snack snake? Nope. Your guilty mind probably focused on defending the lie instead of listening to me. <laughs> well, aren't you just a Sherlock Hampton? Okay, detective. I did eat all the Pritos, and now that I've apologized, you have to forgive me, so there. Well, forgiveness is one option. The other, of course, is the punishment that you sought to avoid by lying in the first place. What are you talking about? Oh! Ow! What the? What the hell, man? Who gave you a rolled-up newspaper? That little guy who does the intro. I seriously have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, do you see how this illustrates our topic to Torre? Lying is risky, which is why ideally people try to avoid it. If everyone lied all the time to try to benefit themselves, then we wouldn't be able to trust anyone. And society would collapse. Pretty much. In spite of this, people still lie all the time. Some researchers suggest that the average person lies about three times every minute. Five minutes. I'm going to say it again. I need water. So this is your first acting gig? Don't worry, kid. You're doing fine. <laughs> Speak loudly into the microphone. Okay, so pretty much. In spite of this, people still fuck you. Pretty much. Inspired. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me the lead. Uh, Tanya. <laughs> uh, give, give me something. I know it's hard to read the words that. <laughs> okay. And society would collapse. Pretty much. In spite of this, people still lie all the time. Some researchers suggest that the average person lies three times every five minutes. That sounds incredulous. All right. Hey, how's your career going, Dottore? Fine. I'm really happy where I am, and people seem to really enjoy my new podcast as well, so I guess you could say I'm doing pretty great. And there's your three right there. Uh, well, damn it, Tanya. Lying just comes so nationally. It can't be all that bad. Well, sometimes people lie for altruistic reasons. For example, you might lie to protect other people's feelings. Some people categorize these good intention lies as white lies. White lies, vision, dream of passion, flowing through my mind. I think you're thinking of White Lines by Grandmaster Flash. Something like a phenomenon, baby, telling your body to come along, baby, because white lies blow away. Ow! Quit it! How do you know the words? Back to the topic of discussion. Do you know, Dottore, that humans aren't the only animals that practice deception? Yes, I knew that. I'm a master at... Yes, I... Yes, I knew that. Yes, I knew that. I'm a master at of science. With a thesis on photons. Yes, you <laughs> can check it out at the Ohio University Library. Yes, did you really know that, or, or are you lying? Did I? I'm sorry, I missed the thread of what we were talking. <laughs> yes, so did I. I knew white lines. No. <laughs> How do you know? Fine. Back to the topic of discussion. Did you know, Dottore, that humans aren't the only animals that practice deception? Yes, I knew that. I'm a master of science. Did you really know that? Or are you lying? I am. I am know that fact. Because I know a peacock will lie its tail to make a ladycock think that it's a big spender. And, but it's not. Its shiny metal suit is just a feather casing, and underneath that fancy cock is just a dirty little pigskin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll let you have that one, but here's a better example. The hog-nosed snake will actually writhe around in its own feces and feign death to try to dissuade predators. Yeah, I used to do that when schoolyard bullies would hit me with newspapers. Oh, I didn't know that happened to you. Well, well you know, I, I, I don't really like to talk about it. Well, then, 
I'm sorry I hit you with the rolled up newspaper. That must have brought back some really bad memories. What did you say? I said, I'm sorry I hit you with the rolled up newspaper, Tatore. Well, Tanya, apology not accepted. I was lying! <laughs> I am the Prince of Lies! Ow! Oops. There go the feces. Sorry. Do you mind if I writhe? It really doesn't feel right unless I writhe around and freeze up for a bit. <laughs> okay, focus. Let's just focus. Focus on the podcast. Now, from what we've observed, Tatore. Dottie, you're really not a very good liar, and I don't think it's accurate to call yourself the Prince of Lies. He is the Prince of Lies! Who said that? Oh, no one. No, that's the guy, the little blue guy from the intro. Seriously? Not ringing a bell. No, he gave me the newspaper. You have a newspaper? I think I saw him hiding up in the ceiling panels. I am not hiding in the ceiling panels. Continue with your podcast. I am not here! Well, alright. I guess we should believe him. No, he's lying. I said believe! Alright. Now, we've established that you are a bad liar probably because of your limited intelligence. As Elvis Einstrom once said, intelligence is creativity having buns. So chew on that, attitude ingenuity. I will, I will not chew. It's fun. Intelligence is creativity having fun. Not, oh, I like that fun. Should know, your listeners should know that there are some people out there who are actually very good liars. They're called pathological liars. And these people... These people's brains are specifically suited to facilitate lying. How are their brains different? Well, pathological liars have more white matter, which is the tissue that promotes communication between the gray matter of the brain and the rest of the body. And the gray matter is... The gray matter is the part of the brain that does the information processing, like the CPU in a computer. The white matter is like the cables that connect the CPU to the other parts of the computer. Tanya, I am a man of science. I don't have time to computer. So allow me to break it up for our audience. Jadies and gentlemen, gray matter is the good stuff, and white monster is just like the kid Icarus that takes the bullet train to your brain fiefdoms. To fully enjoy the white mother, you must first twist off the chocolatey cake sides of the brain Oreo, then lick it out. But don't use a human tongue, or you could get Kuru, which is a real disease, invented by the cannibal Morgan Freeman. Mor Morgan Freeman's not a cannibal. What? No, he's an actor. But Morgan Friedman was a cannibal, right? In that one movie? No. In Vicula? No. Ooh, I rise from the grave. I have no idea what you're talking about. I fly into the air like a mighty bat. That's not, that's Batman. Oh, mighty bat, bat. Detori, let's, let's, let's go back to My name is Morgan were. Freeman. Let's, I don't know what you're talking about, so let's go back to when you weren't being stupid. Too late! Okay. Beep boop, beep boop. So, pathological liars have more white matter, which allows them to make connections quickly. The speed and ease with which they can fabricate the truth may fool the people they're lying to. But there has to be a catch. Otherwise, their pants would be on fire all the time. In ignum aeternum. Yes. <laughs> yes, there is bananas. <laughs> yes, there is a trade-off. Pathological liars have less gray matter than average people. This diminished processing power may be why they tell lies that are unnecessary and ultimately lead them to being discovered. Oh, what a scrambled egg we weave. Hey, do you remember the Fraggles? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay! We've learned a lot about the theory of lies, but I think it's time we put it to the test. So we're going to move right along into our next segment, which I like to call... Guess! Our! Guest! What? Drink deeply of the gas. Die! Yeah, what the? Tori! <laughs> oh, you son of a... I am 
the Prince of Lies. Ah! Ah! Where am I? What's going on? Relax yourself, Tanya. It is just I, Dottore, smartest man in the internet. You're safe and sound, strapped down to my experimental polygraph machine. This doesn't look like a polygraph machine. Eh, I got it on discount from the Sharper Rummage. Tori, this isn't funny. Untie me. All in good time, you noble science monkey. First, we must find the truth behind the lies. Now relax and stay securely strapped to the gurney as I ask you questions to determine truth and whatnots for science. I fail to see why I need to be strapped down for this. And also, why is there a colander over my head with wires leading to the... Is that a car battery? Golf cart. Tanya Ty McBride, please state your name for the reckoned. This is ridiculous. Ah! Hey! According to my instruments here, a severe electrocule shock indicates a lie. Why would you lie about your name, I wonder? What is this, an interrogation? Yes! Ouch! Hey, it works when I lie, too. <laughs> Why did you put an electric colander on your head, too? Because it was on discount. Yeah, right, that makes sense. Ah! Tori, this is idiotic. You let me out of here right now, or I'll hit you with a too many... Duh. Or I'll give you such a pinch. You let me out of here right now, or I'll hit you with so many newspapers. Okay, okay, okay! Stop harshing on my squee. Just let me get this stuff off my head. Hold on. Hey! The ceiling flap just fell open. Alright, hold on a second. I'm gonna investigate. Oh no! <laughs> the gas! <laughs> yes, breathe it in. Die! <laughs> well, hello there, human. Who are you? What have you done with Dottore? Oh, don't worry about him. He's resting comfortably. I'm not resting comfortably! I'm just paralyzed! Silence! Okay. Now, I have you trapped, Tanya Ty McBride. You will have to suffer the Inquisition of Balnaz! Balnaz? Yes, Balnaz! <laughs> That's an unfortunate name. <laughs> you shut up about it. It was my mother's name. Alright, Balnaz, are you a female? <laughs> Yeah, look, lady, or goblin, I or... am a kobold. Hey, look, kobold, I'm not interested in your weird sadomasochistic dungeon thing here. Ah, such words, perverse. Balnas has no such intentions. No, no, base, base, bastardy, base. <laughs> Balnas merely wants to ask you a question in order to obtain an honest answer. Now, in your present condition, if you lie, Balnas will know. Oh, yes. So you trapped us in this kidnappy situation just so you can ask for my honest opinion? Yes. You could have just introduced yourself and asked like a normal person. I have had very little social conditioning. Now stop delaying the inevitable. You must answer honestly. Okay. Okay. Question. Is Dottore the smartest man on the internet? Seriously, that's your question? Don't answer him! It's a trap! A brain trap! Yes! Tell us all! Tell the entire internet the truth about Dottore! In my opinion, no. Dottore is not the smartest man on the internet. No! What's We're depressurizing! I had no idea the pod chamber was at such a high altitude. It isn't! I just keep it real pressurized in here to hold in my forts! No, that's not how it works. I don't know! Fix it! I don't know how! He's ruptured the pod wall! I did not do that, you liar! You did it! I'm the Prince of Lies! Ah. <coughs> uh. 
And in you go! You jammed him into the hole in the wall. That's right. He's been Winnie the Pooh, Right in the sock hole. <laughs> A perfect fit. Yeah, good thing you stuffed him in face first. Right? Well, I think we've resolved that little adventure. Hey, Tanya, about the polyglorf test. No hard feelings. Ow! My fucking eye! <laughs> Heads up, Podites! It's time once again for Ask Dottore, the segment where you ask me questions about everything and I give you answers about anything. Tauntaun? That's not my name. Please read the questions. <laughs> Tauntaun? That's not my name. Please read the verbs question. Tauntaun? Dot dot. Please read the question verbs were. There <laughs> 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 we go. <laughs> Tauntaun? Dot dot. Please read the question verbs wordly and with limited hyperbole. Okay, all right, here we go. David R. asks, how are fossils formed? David, fossils are formed by their parents, just like normal folks. They are then assigned to work the land by their feudal lords. A good fossil is of great value and can mean the difference between an estate's failure and victory. Next question! Joshanna R. Joshanna! Is it jo Joshanna? Joshanna! Jo Joshanna. <laughs> Remember in that one movie, Swedish Todd? No. When the woman. Joanna? Joshanna. No, it's Joanna. I steal you. Yes. And Joanna. then Professor Snake was up in there with, the, with her. No. And he was like, You shall not, not move out of my house. That was not. I'm hungry. Oh. Joshanna we should eat some R writes. Do it again. Do it again this time clearly when I'm not talking over you. Josh. Do it. Oh, do it. Pinlamanta, do it. Joshana R. writes, Why do my eyes tear up when I yawn? Josh, when you yawn, your conscious mind finally lets go of its iron grip over your emotions. You tear up because deep down inside you are scared and afraid, like a clam on roller skates. But you don't need to be afraid anymore, Joshana, because fear is just your body's way of telling you that you're going to die. <laughs> Amy C. asks, how many licks does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? Ah, Amy, you poised the age-old question that has bedeviled the greatest scientific minds of the last 20 years. Well, Amy, today let's use methods of experimentation to solve this riddle. Hold on, let me position the microphone as an ersatz Tootsie apparatus. Okay, testing shall begin presently! One, two, three. Oh, fuck, I broke the microphone! No more questions! It's time for plugs! It's time for plugs! It's time for plugs, not drugs, but plugs! Give me a hug! Don't. Did you just say butt plugs? Maybe. <laughs> Tanya McBeard. It's hot in here. Tanya Ty McBide. Yes. Tanya Ty McBide. Yes. Fast falls the even tide. This should be called the musical episode because I'm so musical. Yes. <laughs> do you want to sing about Joshana again? Yeah. Yeah. I fee here see you. Which one is it? There once was a girl whose name was Joe, and she quite accidentally a minnow that sneezed abruptly seized Joshana. So to be to the big. J-O-S-H-A-N-A Joshana or Joshana or the sweet celebration around the...
All right. Okay. <coughs> Tanya. Yes. We've reached near the terminus of the equator of the show cast. Yes. So it's time for plugs. Tonya. Yes. Tonya, Ty McBride. Yes. Do you have any shows, Roy, you'd like to plug? Yes, I do. I do have a show. If any of your Blastro listeners, intelligent listeners, and, and lovely cultured ones as they are, are in the San Francisco Bay Area from November 14th through December 23rd, I am in a lovely play called The White Snake at Berkeley Repertory Theater. And it is directed by Mary Zimmerman. And it's, it's wonderful. It's a family-friendly show. And it has to... It's a story about snakes and, and monks and, and, and battles between snakes and monks and, and spirits, both good and evil. So, you know, it's fun times. Snakes on a stage. It's, it's totes snakes on a stage. And it's directed by Mary Zimmerman? Z- Zimmerman, yes. I just want to say right now, I'm very proud of you, my friend. Oh, thank you. My friend, Tanya Time Bride, <laughs> is in a play directed by the fabulous Mary Zimmerman. Tori? Yes? Tori, are you drunk? No. I'm drunk on science. Yes. I like life. Life likes me. Life and I on a perpetual spree. Remember that one? No. From Ebenezer Scrounge? No. The Christmas snandle? I I don't know what you're talking about. Well, anyway, if you're out in California, go see White Snake. Yes. And then if you're done seeing that band, go see Tanya (laughs) in her play. I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any damage to real snakes in the play? Like for real snakes? Real snakes? Like actual snakes? Like the hognose snake that will writhe and cover itself in its fleeces? No. Oh, good. But you know what? What? I'm gonna I'm gonna use that as my inner monologue. You're being a pretending to be a hognose. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm not an acting coach. No. But I'm just saying, I'm gonna give you a couple line readings. Yes. And then we'll see how it goes. Oh, white snake! It is I, your green friend. Stop. That's actually <laughs> what? What is happening? <laughs> it's okay, just in your own time. Oh, white snake! It is me, your green I'm friend. I am um, hiss hiss. <laughs> I wonder if we can find any mice to eat today. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to do it in Briambic pentameter. Oh, what a tangled snake! I am so thankful for my legless form. Look at my vestigial legs kicking out of the back of my butt and butt. Ooh, snake tail. Rattler, don't look around. It's me. It's the snake on the ground. What's that? An earthquake. I feel it from a mile away. Oh, white snake. Now, if you're not too busy being in California, Berkeley, mm-hmm. watching Tanya make a snake of herself in front of the stage, mm-hmm. then come on over to the internet, where my idiot roommate, Mark Soloff, will be writing and acting for a great post-apocalyptic science fiction radio epic called Our Fair City. Yes, if you're fans of the apocalypse or listening to things, you'll want to tune in. You can find it for free at www.ourfaircity.com. It's also on iTunes in the podcast section. Now, more importantly, if you have questions for me, Detore, man of science, then go ahead and find me on Twitter at AskDetore. Or you can locate me as a human on Facebook as Detore Belordo and... If you like Blaster Podcast and want to hear more of it in the future, why not leave a comment on iTunes? Let me know you're out there. And don't just enjoy it alone. Tell your friends to subscribe to Blaster Podcast and spread the Blastro gospel, my Blaster Bossles. Until next time, keep your bindles full and remember, 
All the world is mad except thee and me. And I have my doubts about thee. Shut up. You shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I have my doubts about thee. Stupid green snakes. Thank <laughs> you.